Hold on. It's about to get real. real. Jenny Matthews is keeping it real about life, motherhood, pop culture, and everything in between. Get ready to hear all about it. Life's ups and downs, mama drama, cool new finds, hot topics, pop culture, and more. Let's go. This is real. Real. Is real. Real life. Hosted by Jenny Matthews. Just two friends sitting around having a chat. (laughs) It's what, what we're doing. So I've got my friend Tara here tonight. So excited to be here. Thank you. Yay. This is this is why I, I just love my friends because I mean it was about two hours ago. I'm like, hey, you want to get together and podcast tonight? <laughs> of course, why not? And you had no kid practices or anything tonight. Nope. We're living okay. that same world of like totally immersed in kids' sports and activities, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it was nice that this just happened to work out. So. My kids have games and I'm missing them. So does that make me a bad mom? No. Not at all. All right. Felt like a mom fail. Actually, can I tell you my mom fail real quick? I wasn't going to start with this, but since we're talking about mom fails. So, Miles, my six-year-old, he is in the school play tomorrow, the kindergarten musical. Kind of a big deal. I've known about it for many months. We've practiced his lines. He's Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. Love it. Um, What will he be wearing in this play tomorrow, you ask? (laughs) I don't know. I text Tara like a couple hours ago, said, hey, do you have any suspenders? (laughs) Which you did not have on hand. I didn't have. I mean, shockingly, no, I didn't have that. No, no suspenders on hand, as you shouldn't. Um, So I did go to Walmart, and for $6, I did get a pair of suspenders for him. So I feel like, oh, we're good. Oh, I didn't turn my phone off. Hold on. Um, Yeah, so I got him some suspenders, and I thought I would do, like, a white T-shirt and take some jeans and kind of, like, cut them off and fray them a little. I don't know, make them look like... Jack. Is that that Jack? It looks like Jack. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. Okay. Nope. All right, that was almost a mom fail. Um, okay, so I wasn't going to start with that, but I did. Um, I wanted to start with something kind of heavy just to get it out of the way because it was weighing on me today. And this is real life with Jenny Matthews, Tara. You know that, girl. This is going to be a little slice of my heart and your heart and everybody else. Whatever we got going on, this is what we talk about. Um, so I actually put up, well, back up. Last week's podcast, um, I had a couple out last week. And one of them was about the Kansas City Infertility Awareness Foundation. Their big um, family building conference is coming up actually this Saturday. So I talked about that and I briefly went over my infertility story on that podcast. But after I recorded it, I thought I left out 9 million details and I, and it was kind of like I hadn't talked about it in a while. So after I talked about it, it was, it was heavy on my heart. And so I just kind of sat down and I blogged about it. So if you're, I want to put that out there, if you're interested and if you are going through infertility or know someone who is, I blogged about it, JennyMatthewsOnAir.com. You can read like the details of my entire ordeal, but I just wanted to say that 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 is out there. So just so weird that like I did the podcast about it, I blogged about it, and then today I go to my mailbox and I get, I like earlier I wanted to cry and now I just feel, I just feel kind of sick over it. So I get this letter from um, the University of Kansas Physicians and it's where they're storing, we have one frozen embryo from our last IVF cycle on ice. So we have one frozen embryo left. Now, girl, you know, like I have, first of all, we've talked about like, do we want to have any more kids? Right. You know, I feel very satisfied. We have two healthy kids and my God, what we took to get there for me anyway, was like, I'm, I'm good. Second of all, I went through that intestinal disaster a couple years ago. Right. So I'm not even sure IVF would be my only way because I don't really have the other parts it takes to I can't get pregnant naturally, but I have this embryo and you could stick it in my uterus and I could try to see if it would attach and carry it, but then it could wreck my intestines. I'm laughing, but it's totally not funny. But I, I, so I get this letter from the University of Kansas Physicians and it says, 
Dear Jennifer, this letter is being sent to you in regards to your biologic specimen, your embryo that is currently being stored, blah, blah, blah. It's about an invoice because I have to pay to store it every year. Oh, right. I forget about those. Well, and it's, a, it's a few hundred yeah. bucks. I mean, it's not cheap. But, but I, for a long time, just thought, oh, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You know, maybe I'll use it. We'll get to it. Um, this is the part of the letter that is so just cold. It says, if you no longer wish to store your biologic specimen, we request that the enclosed consent to destroy form be filled out. And it goes on. And I, you know, there are several things you can do. You can donate. Uh, I could donate the embryo to science. I could donate it to another couple. I could just keep storing it, which is probably what I'm going to do. Or um, I, I hate I hate the word destroy. I hate the word destroy. That's Doesn't that hurt a little not, bit? That's not the right word, I no. don't think. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, we obviously as a couple have a decision to make there. And I mean, I feel again for us, I think we're not ready to make any decisions. So we'll probably just keep paying the few hundred bucks a year and just keep storing it. But well, And you want to decide on your terms, yeah. not when you get this letter. Yeah. Too, right? Which is weird that the letter just happened to come like today, just after I, I mean, again, it's not like I sit around and talk about my infertility journey on a daily basis. Or maybe that's and, a sign that you should decide. Maybe. You know, I don't know, girl. I don't know. I'm just going to tuck that letter Those away. Those signs come out, you know, and just they fall into your lap for a reason, I think. I do. Are you that way? Because you know? I do think that. I believe in signs. I think so. I mean, signs are out there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there. I think so, too. So maybe that's a sign. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't even talked to Matthew about it yet. <laughs> I've shared it on the podcast before I even shared it with my husband. <laughs> Um, anyway, lighter topics. I just, I wanted to get that out of the way. Um, I want to talk about you because, um, you're new to the podcast and we've been friends for, I'm trying to think like eight years or no, our our oldest. Yes. Um, when Julianne and Harrison were two, two, yeah, two. So So six years ago or seven. seven. Oh my gosh. That's how we met. We met at school. We were just mom friends. And I remember like seeing you and you were always put together at school and I always felt homeless. <laughs> You're always put together. No, that's not true. It is. Even tonight I was like, no, she's like makeup, sweats. I'm like, no makeup, like sweats, like we're, we're chilling. And, and I literally look so disgusting right now. And you are so darling with your little top knot. Oh, well, thank you. I feel not cute. Not cute. No you are makeup, cute. Hair up, which I never wear my hair up. So, But top knots, like I don't know how you worked that, but it, I should take a picture. It's so put together but when I and you're I know you your hair's probably filthy is your hair dirty it's so dirty I know it's how you roll which is only only one or two cleanses a week for the hair that's That's it it. do you know how disgusting my hair would look if I did that and I know you're supposed to like that's how you're it's better for your color right and I just don't I don't love to wash my hair so I don't either (laughs) but I also I also don't want to scare everyone away but I have a whole process it's like a clean Mm mm-hmm and then it's good for two days of down mm-hmm. with workouts in there. So even if you sweat, which to me, that ruins it all. Right. I'll just flip it over and blow dry the ends. Do you wear a hat when you work out? No. Maybe no that's the problem. I wear a lot of hats and it kind of... I'll do like a low pony. And then the third day is probably an up top knot whatever or a hat. Okay. And then I'm on the fourth day now, which is probably a... That's day four hair. <laughs> What's, what dry shampoo? day three hair. This is great. It doesn't even look greasy. Oh, thank you. Like, what do you do for dry shampoo? I don't. You really don't? Nope. I've tried them all. 
I'll put little root, you know, cover up my grays with some root. Yeah. Cover up and, and just roll. I love it. Okay. I think I'm the blow dryer. I don't know. Maybe the blow dryer trick. Try it. I don't know. Somebody, well, somebody told me, because for a long time I used, um, and I don't remember the brand now. Uh, oh, I can't think of the brand. But I was using a dry shampoo that was supposed to be a really good one. But I never really got, like, the effect that you're supposed to get. And someone's... I don't either. I think it was at Ulta said, use the dry shampoo, but then blow dry it because it makes, it activates the product. I never even thought to do that. Oh. I just assumed no. that the dry shampoo was going to be magical. I you and just spray it and yeah. go. <laughs> That's what I thought. Nope. <laughs> We're doing it wrong. <laughs> Um, but Tara, you're like, okay, so just to kind of give you our, our friendship. So that's how we met. We were mom friends at school. And then, um, like something you did, and I bring this up to you, uh, I brought it up before, but like, you're, you're a person that you could call. I called you. I had to go to, I had an, I had a, a like a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a colonoscopy, but, but it was a similar procedure. And I needed, I needed <laughs> someone to take me. And, and drive me home because Matthew, for whatever, I think he was out of town or I don't even know what was going on. And you were that friend that I could just call and you're like, sure, I'll take you and I'll hang at the hospital while you have this disgusting test and Why not? drive you home. But I, I really, I've always, I've appreciate, I appreciate your friendship. You're a very loyal friend. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I think all your thank friends you. would say that about you. But you're also my fashionista friend. And if I ever have questions about anything regarding fashion shoes like just all the all those things I feel like you're the you're the go-to girl for that and so you actually you created a business I did out of that mm-hmm. we'll talk about you like talk about what what you do yeah I think so it's cool I am Tara Coughlin style now and you're gonna spell I, that girl uh, and I'll put this I'll put all this in the yes thing and so basically you know I I kind of do a, a gamut of things I'll go in and I'll organize your closet and um I will, you know, I'll personal shop for you. I will, um, I'll, you know, style you for family pictures. I'll style you for, you know, events, weddings, anything of that nature. Um, I will, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll just go in and refresh your closet for different seasons, which I think are helpful for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Oh, more, you know? more than you know, I'm going to pause right mm-hmm. there. I, this all comes really easy to you. It does. It stresses many I'm raising my hand a little bit here. People out. It is a stressor for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And more than I even know, and, and the more that I talk about it with people, I feel like it it is stressful for people. I mean, whether it's time or jobs or just not knowing, you know, what to put together or, you know, not knowing where to go or not knowing what, like, what, where the sales are or yeah. where to get well, really cool stuff for a bargain. Because you are. That's one thing I do love. You like the good stuff, but you also like a good deal. I like deal. a bargain. Mm-hmm. So... What's the the main thing that, what would you say the main thing you do end up doing are the closet consults? You know, I do a lot of closet consults, but I'll kind of go in waves. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get in someone's closet and then they're like, oh, well now we have to go shopping. Or now I, can you shop for me? Can, you know, so kind of like, you know, it's a domino effect. It kind of leads into other things. So, so do people give you a budget and say, do what you can? Or do you, or how, how it'll it be um, something like, can I, what key pieces do I need? What do I need that will get me through? Or what do I need to add to what I've got? Which is, you know, um, a lot of, you know, situations that I run into. It's not about revamping your whole entire closet or buying an entire new wardrobe. You know, a lot of times it's just, okay, let's get a few pieces to go with this and a few, you know, like let's just add to what you have and or let's rework what you have. 
maybe you're just not seeing what you have in your closet because you hone in on, you know, a specific 10 items. Well, you probably have a lot more things going on that you could be wearing and you just, you don't, you get in a rut of. So we're going to do, we're going to do this. We, we just haven't picked a date to do it, but let's, so how will it work though? Let's say, let's say you're going to do, you're going to help me. So you, you come over. I come over okay. and I do, you know, I can come in and do like a consultation. Mm-hmm. Or I can come in and kind of assess, and usually it doesn't take me very long to assess like what we're gonna do. Do you want me to, I'll come in and I will I'll kind of pull out, I'll pull out everything. Okay, that's I'll, what I'm wondering. Like, do you take it all out I'm and gonna see what's there? I'm gonna pull it all out, I'm gonna see what's there. And then I'm gonna organize it by style, category, and usually color if you're up for that. And I know you, you're not afraid to go, <laughs> this one out. <laughs> uh-uh. Or if you haven't worn something in a long time, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, Let's put it on the back burner or let's donate it or, um, yeah. My kind of personal rule, if I'm cleaning out my closet, is I say if I haven't worn it in over a year, I'm probably not going to wear it. Unless it's a special, I don't know, special event piece or something that I just haven't had an event to go to. But a pair of jeans, let's say, that I haven't worn in a year, am I am I likely not going to wear those jeans? That's not necessarily true because I pull out stuff that I haven't I mean that I bought you know seven years ago mm-hmm. you know even when I was working at standard I mean I still wear a lot of the clothes that I wore when I was working but did you is it because you tend to buy more classic pieces you know that has a lot to do with it mm-hmm. and I am finding that you know the last couple of years that I'm buying a few more pieces that are more classic and you know a little bit you know designer or more special pieces and then just kind of like filling in a couple trendy pieces or a couple like inexpensive you know disposable items that I don't care about in a year but I think there is something to be said for those pieces that are going to last you a lot longer mm-hmm. and um you know just better quality yeah and I think for me I'm a person that a white t-shirt let's say you know and you could go to a boutique and see one for $80. And you think, do I really need to spend $80 on a white t-shirt at this boutique when I could go to probably Target and find a cute... You're good at like mixing... I like to the, mix The expensive with the mm-hmm. inexpensive. Or, and really, would you work with anyone's budget though? Oh, yes. That's awesome. Because I know yeah. you and I, we're Target gals. We can oh, find yes. some cute stuff yes. at the Target. <laughs> I agree. And you know, I think denim is one of those pieces, you know, one of those items that I think that you should spend good money on jeans. Mm-hmm. They're going to last forever. I agree. Um, if I would say that's where I spend, when I'm shopping, that's that's where I'll spend. Jeans and, and shoes, too. Good shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad to have inexpensive shoes, but I also think that you need quality shoes. Mm-hmm. Like staple and staple mm-hmm. pieces. I have shoes in my closet that are, you know, 10 years old that mm-hmm. still look new. Yeah. And if you take care of them... They'll Treat continue them, to look new. Yeah. What are the ones now that are dirty? The golden are the golden goose or golden is that what goose. they're called? They're mm-hmm. literally a six hundred dollars shoes that look dirty. I can't. First of all, I can't. And there are plenty of dupes <laughs> out there, so get the dupes. Oh, I would be getting a dupe. I mean, I say who's buying that, but people are. But that's what kills me about fashion. Someone said, well, even ripped jeans though. Think about that. I think of the money I've spent on ripped jeans. We all do. <laughs> like they're ripped. You kidding me? But I can't rip them myself the way that <laughs> no. they look. When I buy them, so do you know what I'm struggling with as of late? And I just I invested in a pair of uh, from Madewell, which I love that store. I love, I really do. They have the best jeans. They have the best jeans. They are they just the right amount of stretch, 
And I even went down a size because of the stretch. And they're, but they're the high waisted. I mean, for me, I have scars on my stomach from my surgeries and things. So from my belly button down is pretty scarred up. Well, these jeans come to the top of the belly button. I love that they hide all of that. They also kind of, you know, suck you in just right. Yep. But do you struggle with the high waisted at all? I love them. You don't, but see, Matthew's like, your butt looks so long. (laughs) It does kind of give you a little elongated booty look, but I think that's okay. I think it, you know... I love tucking shirts in or doing yeah. like a front tuck or just doing like a plain white tee tucked into a high-waisted jean, throw a jacket and heel, done. See, you make that seem so easy. And I guess I try, I try, but sometimes I'll look in the mirror after I put that look together and think, what is this? <laughs> is this well, right? I think also, you know, you a lot of people get used to what they like or what they think looks good on them and it's hard to go outside of the box. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it's it's like the whole like skinny jean thing. Right oh. when we started the skinny jean, it was like, oh, I, don't I know about struggled, this and now I love it. We all love it. Yep. And then when we go back to the flare, it's like, oh no, but it looks good, and we're doing it again. I bought those free people flares for uh, we were we went to a '70s party last year, and I needed a pair of uh, bell bottoms, and these these jeans were the flariest I could find from Free People, and they looked good on you. I thought they, I did, I thought they looked good, but I thought, am I ever wearing these in real life? And now I look around, and actually, that's people are that's what they're wearing. But I feel I don't know. It's different to working at a radio station in the day. I mean, I, currently I have on sweats, and that's pretty much what I, you know. Or my workout wear list. But that's where I really need you in my life. And I need you. We got to do this closet thing because I, there are times, I mean, I'll either a girl's night or I had a TV appearance this week, things like that. I mean, do I, things do come up where I need a real, I need real clothes. Need a real outfit. <laughs> and I'm like, this is pathetic. You, could, those jeans. you could even put a little graphic tee, put a little hot, a little knot and a heel, and you're done. And, and just that's still you, but with a funky jean. So will you, like, come over and put outfits together? I will. Okay. I will, like, put a little section on the side, and I will, you know, style, you know, your whole month's wardrobe, if you want. Or I'll really? Do, like, 20 outfits on hangers in here, and this is where you will pull from for that next month. So let's say you come, you, you know, you go through, you've taken out what doesn't need to be, and then do you kind of have a mental list of, all right, this is, Jenny, this is what you need. Yes. Like, this is what I'll you... I'll even go through, and I'll write, I'll start... Put it on my phone as I'm going through things. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I can say to you, all right, mm-hmm. go get it. Go get it. We're doing this. Girls, ladies, she can go do this home for you. And I'll shop online for you and mm-hmm. I will put like a Pinterest board together and I'll, and I'll just put it all together and I'm like, here you go. This is what we went through. This is what you kind of need. You know, buy it at your leisure or, or I'll I buy it you for you. It. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Okay. And so, and then we just say, here's a budget. Go a budget. Like, do your okay. thing. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. So you've done this for a lot of people. How do people react? Are they so excited because they don't have to think anymore? It's just like go in your closet and yes, you got outfits. Exactly. And I love it too. I mean, it's just a it's so refreshing to know that I'm helping people out too. You know, it's they need help and I love it and it's a win-win and But I do it people struggle with it, I think, because mm-hmm. I don't know, sometimes too I will buy something and think I have to have this. I love this. It goes with nothing. You know what I mean? I have no idea what what I'm wearing this with, but I have to have it. And then it'll just kind of sit there in my closet. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe I need to start looking at more classic pieces just on the overall. I think it's a good, I I truly believe that there is a need for a lot of good classic pieces. Mm -hmm. You know, just even like a classic white button down with some funky jewelry and a nice 
jean and a sleek you're heel. Good at, you're good at accessories too. I love accessories. I know you do. And I, you see, I, feel like I don't even have them in right now. I wear diamond studs every day. How boring. No, you're not. <laughs> I need to like step it up. <laughs> no, that's not true. But I think you could even add fun, funky jewelry to a plain t-shirt. Yeah. And then, a, you know, a jazzy, funky wedge. Okay, spice it up. It doesn't all have to go, but it goes. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Just kind of pull what you like and what you feel good about, and it works. Or even throw in a cool clutch with something basic. Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. I bought this. It's turquoise. Just a turquoise, really cute clutch. I don't even know where I got it. Some random boutique. Loved it. And I thought, when am I wearing this? But I have actually thrown that on with some different things and thought, that was a good that was a good purchase. purchase. And I've held on to it for a while, you know? Those are pieces that I think you keep. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to do this. And how do people, yes, if somebody gonna... wants you to come do this for them, so you're going to have to spell your name for them because there's no way... Yes, it is TaraCoglinStyle.com. So that's T-E-R-A. Yeah, see, she does a Tara different. T-E-R-A. Style, S-T-Y-L-E. Well, Coglin, you forgot that. Oh, I'm so, sorry. No, Tara okay. Coglin Style. And Coglin is C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N. Okay, so TaraCoglinStyle.com. And I'll and put this, um, in fact, I'll blog about it too, just so all the info is and there. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, yeah. Tara Coglin Style. Okay, get that's in That's kind of, you know, word of mouth is what I'm all about mm-hmm. and um, social media yeah. Oh. Um, so kind of switching gears a little bit, who would you say is your, well, first of all, which celebrity style wise, which celebrity do you look for, look to for style, you know, guidance or well, inspiration? I've always loved and been obsessed with Carrie Bradshaw. I know that like so many people are. I mean, yeah. it's just like, because she has so many different styles and that's kind of how I am. And, you know, I've been told that I'm just like a, all over the board. A chameleon, maybe, yeah. And so she. And I don't know. I just remember, like, I loved her in college, growing up. I just, I don't know. And that's kind of how I feel as though I am. And I, um, I don't know. I just like to be different. Yeah. One day I'm sporty. One day I'm classy. One day I'm like boho. A little edgy I'm, or whatever one day. No, I I'm love that. I'm all over the place. Yeah, but I can but say I I've think seen it works. With you. Like, for me, it works for my style. And that's just, that's me. Yeah. So, um, do you follow, are there any particular fashion bloggers that you really, really like? Um, you know, there are so many bloggers out there. Actually. I know. And I'm throwing oh my that gosh. out to you um, like randomly, but I didn't know if there was one in particular. I just started following you know, Tezza, T-E-Z-Z-A. Do you follow? T-E-Z-Z-A. No, I don't. Let me see. I'm actually getting on my phone to see if that's the exact name of her. She's, it's real boho. I think you would like it. Um, yeah, Tezza. She's from New York. You know, it's funny. I, you know how your Instagram will suggest people? Um, randomly, and I don't know why it suggested her, probably because I look at Bob haircuts constantly because I'm constantly on the fence about chopping my hair off, and I'm obsessed with her hair. So I kind of started following for her hair, (laughs) but now I'm all about her style. Now, mind you, she's New York, like really high end. This is not like your everyday Kansas City wear. It's not relatable. And no, but how like how cute is she? That was a Coachella picture. Ooh, that is, mm-hmm. I know you so you cute. listening to the podcast can't see, but it's T E Z Z A Tezza. She's pretty cool. I also love, I know a lot of people follow her, Living with Landon. Living with Landon, I don't know that. She is amazing. She's in Nashville and she's so great. She's opening a store, so. Oh, really? We need to go. We're in in Nashville? Yeah. Living with Landon. Oh my gosh, how cute. And her dog, anyone with a dog? (laughs) Girl, can I tell you a story? Okay, you know me, but my dogs are my people. Yes. 
Um, and I know you're you're a real animal person too. Okay, I love living with Landon. So um, <laughs> again, something that my feed, my Instagram suggests to me. It's <laughs> it says for me to start following this boxer dog because you know I have my boxer, boxer. Oscar, mm-hmm. who's my baby. Um, and it's it's Charlie's bucket list. So I'm like, oh, what's this? And I look, and it's an old bu- my. Oscar is eight and he's graying. And I know eight's really, he's still pretty young, but um, he's just so gray. He's starting to look really old. So it says to start following this Charlie's bucket list. So of course I get sucked in and I start following this boxer. I follow more animals than I do people. (laughs) It's kind of pathetic. So I'm following him. And the whole concept is that um, he was an abused dog by his owners and this boxer rescue came in, swooped in, saved the day. And this wonderful woman adopted him. Turns out he has cancer, this dog. Oh, no. So he's got, like, n- not very much time to live. But in this time, she started Charlie's Bucket List. And she was going to, you know, it, w- it was so darling. It was like, get ice cream, go through a drive through and get a hamburger. Or, like, go to the dog park. I could cry because it's so, so precious. Cute. And so, <laughs> so I'm following along. And I know this dog is terminal. And I know it's a dog. And it's not even my dog. But I start getting obsessed with this Instagram. And every day I'm following. And God bless him. He died the other day, oh, went to the no. Rainbow Bridge, crossed the Rainbow Bridge. I woke up. It was the first thing I did was check my phone in the morning, and I got on Instagram and saw that he died. I burst into tears. I'm like, what is wrong with oh me? Oh, my God. Well, it's not that normal. is sad. But it is sad. But, but- <laughs> <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Charlie's bucket list. I'm going to cry. I have tears in my eyes now thinking about it. Yeah, Charlie's bucket list. And do you know that I – so he's passed – God bless him. It it kills my heart. I had to stop following because she the 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 person who runs the page, the the mom of the dog, she just she kept posting stuff and oh, recapping no. and I I can't. I'm done. No. You broke my heart <laughs> once. We're done. I cannot. Yeah, no so Instagram, uh, you know. Oh, Instagram. There's a lot going on and I had to stop following a lot of people that were unrealistic. I couldn't take it anymore. Yes. Because okay, well this brings me to my next topic. So Insta fake, I can't stand. Let's be let's be completely let's pull back the curtain. Um, we all have crazy lives going on. Yes. At least I could speak for myself and I know <laughs> you too. Girl. Yes. We're in the, you know, moms with little kids and just, and even if you even if you're not, I mean there's just there's always something going on and everybody has problems and everybody's got yuck and everybody can look disgusting at some point in their yes. day. No one is living that flawless life. No. So I was reading yesterday. There's actually a thing. I don't even remember the details now. I honestly wouldn't even promote it. So I won't even, I don't, wouldn't tell you what it was, but it's basically this thing where you can pay to, to have your, your picture superimposed in whatever exotic location you would like. Hawaii, Dominican oh. Republic, uh, Mexico, wherever you want to go, and it will post all these amazing things to your Instagram story to make it appear as though you as were though on you're there? a fabulous vacation. Oh, no. What is the <laughs> point? And then I think about people buying followers or buying likes or, you know, you're basically talking to no one at that point. Right. And if you have, like, pe- fake like like robots liking your stuff, you're basically getting liked by no one. I mean, it's... Well, even What's on my point? page, sometimes these people <laughs> that I have no clue who they are say, oh, your page is fabulous. Mm. Contact mm. me, DM me, and let's collaborate. Yes. And I'm like, on what? I don't even know what you're talking about, but Can- what does that mean? You want me to pay you or what are you? 
let me tell you something. So I had posted, and I can't, oh, it was about Luke Perry. Luke Perry from 90210 mm-hmm. passed away, what, a couple months ago. And I had posted something about him and just how sad I was because he was my first crush. kind of crush or whatever. Yes. Um, so I'd put kind of a, a heartfelt post about how he died and it was so sad. And I could totally tell it was one of the Instagram robots or whatever. It was a, a woman that liked liked the post and then commented and said something. Her comment was completely inappropriate. It has since been deleted. But it said something like, wow, this is so awesome. I love this post. Or, you know, it was some dramatic comment. And I thought, and I, I replied back to her on my feed and I said, really? I said it was about someone that died. And then it, she quickly went in and deleted it. So... So who are these people? That's my question. What is going on? I think it's I think it's a thing you can buy. It's a robot that goes through and automatically. I think a lot of the things too, because like you said, I'll have people that will like my page, and um, right. I'll have no idea why. Sometimes you can look at who liked it and think, mm-hmm. well, that makes sense. They're from you know the same area or like the same things or whatever. But there's some that I'm thinking, how did you find me, and why are you liking me? What? And um, it's it's like robots that go through and 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 like pages and then assume that because they liked you you'll like them you'll give them a like like back back or a follow back but then what they'll do is they'll go in and unfollow you later it's just it's a scam oh no nope i can't with the fake just in life in general but social media your thoughts well i mean here's the thing everyone is so consumed by it Mm -hmm. you know and that's another thing with fashion i mean everyone is looking at this to be this and well, so-and-so had this on, can we create this? And how do we, you know, it's, I mean, there's ways to recreate looks, of course, but, you know, I think that society is completely consumed with the way everyone else is looking. And, you know, even on a daily, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to walk out the door looking like this. So-and-so on my, on my feed was looking super fabulous. Mm. And I'm like, and she's got four kids and toting them to school (laughs) and how's she looking all great. Let let me be your person that always looks pretty rough. I mean, there's super simple ways to just fake it and look good and throw on a couple accessories and run out the door. But not every day. Oh. And not every day are you looking super fabulous in these posts. But I even think about, like I had that, I was saying I had that TV appearance the other day and I had a dress in real clothes. I was in, I was in those real clothes for about three hours. I came to work and I had brought a bag. With my leggings and my sweatshirt and my sneakers, because I was like, I can't function in this all day. I mean, I I guess I maybe I should step it up a notch. I don't know, but I just feel like in the end, aren't we all just more comfortable in our we are all more workout attire, our athleisure wear. Athleisure wear. <laughs> At least it's or, becoming kind you know, of trendy. Some people may not be. Maybe that's not their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, wearing athleisure wear every day is not my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's mine. <laughs> I mean, I do it. I work out and then I'll change and, you know, I'll try to, you know, wear something cute. But that's not something that I want to wear every day because for me, it doesn't it's not my style, I guess. Totally. No. And I see that about you. God bless you. You're so trendy and fashionable and enjoy and you enjoy that, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas I don't like if I have an event or if I'm going out at girls night or something like that date night, even date night, it's gotten rough. We (laughs) will we'll think that we're going to go do something and then we'll end up (laughs) In our gym clothes and go to Target and walk around. I mean, it's kind of pathetic. But it, I don't know. I just, the older I get, the less the I care, I think. You know, with kids and schedules and sports, I mean, it's hard to even have a day night. Yes. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Um, okay, another thing. So we were talking about style, inspiration, things like that. People that you kind of follow to look at their, and I enjoy looking at all of the 
I follow a lot of boutiques and fashion bloggers and things like that because I, I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. I just don't <laughs> think I'm going to recreate it. But, it is inspiration a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but on a different note, celebrity best friend. If you had to, if you had to, of course, the celebrity doesn't know it. But if you had to say who is your celebrity bestie, I mean, do you? I mean, and I'm putting Kristen you on the Cavallari, spot. My best friend. Who is it? Kristen Cavallari. Okay, she's my best friend. She doesn't know it. No, but you she too. Is so my best friend. I get it. Jennifer Garner is mine. I love her. She was just, uh, she's on the cover of People Magazine. She's the most beautiful. And do you see those commercials all the time? I feel like it's for a credit card or something. She's just so naturally pretty. She's flawless. And yeah, Yeah. I don't even think she tries to be like, she's beautiful. A natural beauty. And don't you think she is probably just so fun and so nice? And yes, you could just drink beer with you. (laughs) <laughs> Which is my kind of gal. I feel like me and Jennifer Carter and I are besties. Yes. So Kristen Cavallari, anybody else? Mm, I mean, I have a lot. I think I have a lot of besties. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon? No. We're hanging. She's, mm. she's one of mine. We're hanging. I mean, I would love to hang with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I think she would be so cool. She would and be cool. Real. Like, I think we would have some, you know, fashion stuff to talk about. Yes. Like, Men, like, we would have some things to talk about. You would have some stuff. I could see that. I have questions. How does she maintain her completely youthful appearance? Because her skin is her skin completely is flawless. so good. Yes. Now, it's- we dabble in the Botox. I hope it's okay for me to announce that to everyone. Yes. Um, you just had a chemical peel? I did. Tell it me more. so good. I've never done that. Okay. Neither had I. Okay. But it felt really, really good. So, I've had microderm. It's different. So And I've, I've just- had that. Um, you know, and it took like five minutes. So it was basically just, I felt like water, but it like kind of like a burning water all over my face. Like they put it on as a thick gel mask type situation or not really? With like a cotton ball, just like a cotton ball of like uh, acid or something. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it was. You don't even know. I think it is acid actually. I think. I mean, it's, I mean, uh, this isn't, I don't know, but. Yeah, so she just put it all over my face, like twice, and then just fanned it, because it, it does burn. Okay. I mean, it's, it burns your skin, but it, like, for two seconds. And then that's it. I mean, that is a chemical peel. Your skin is so shiny and glowy, and looks it looks completely flawless right now. Do it you does. think that's why? I mean, do you think it's because of the peel? I mean, I think so. It's I looking hope. good, girl. I'm all over it. I mean, I want to do it. Yeah, it felt really good. Um, and then... Um, are you going to shed? Well, since this was my first time, she did a light version of it. So I don't know if that was like, you know, maybe she would have rubbed over my skin a couple more times or if it's like a higher potency of whatever mix it was. I don't really know. But you'll do it. So you'll do it again soon? I would, or? No, no, I'm not on a. I didn't do like a, a series. OK, because I know that some people so do. You can do series if you've got, you know, certain things you're working on or you know, stuff like that. But I, for me, um, my maintenance would be every three months to do it. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. I feel like it's good. really funny. Um, I don't know. Years ago, I it, I think I looked at some celebrity who had done a few things to her face and thought, and this is, mind you, probably in my like early 30s or mid-20s. I was like, I will never do that. I'm going to just let myself age 
naturally. And then the older I get, I'm like, that is for the birds. Listen, you do what makes you feel you good. You do what, yes. And I'm all about, Botox is the greatest thing. And I can't believe I was so scared to do it. And I'm so glad that I just did it because now I think I'm doing minimal things obsessed. is is fine you know oh. I mean as long as for me as long as I don't go overboard and do anything crazy and make myself look like not myself then I'm I'm gonna call out a I'm, cel- cool. I'm gonna call out a celebrity and Courtney Cox it would be that celebrity for me yes what I don't know what happened and I'm gonna and I think she has actually spoken about this that she had a botched a something botch. I don't know if it was a filler gone wrong or what but something because she was so darn pretty she was perfect perfect and probably would have aged beautifully um and again i'm not i'm not judging tweak go do whatever you need to you know yes. do do that makes you feel good but i think she even admitted that something had gone wrong with something that she did but um i think it's those fillers i think it was a filler too i want to have somebody on in fact the guy who does my botox his name is sean he's so great he's so fun i should have him on to like yes. break it down break it down give us the load what do we need what, what do, do we, we want act- yes what do we need and what's too much what's not like yeah. Yeah, I want to kind of get the scoop. But I heard about this thing. <laughs> I just had my boobs done. I talked about that in another podcast. I feel like I'm all about I'm all about procedures right now. <laughs> but I the 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 doctor who did the um my augmentation, they at his office, they do it's a mini facelift. Have you ever heard of this? No. Tell all me right. more. I need to know. I'm going to tell you more. I wish I could demonstrate for the podcast, but you can't. You just have to imagine. Okay, do you ever look in the mirror and it, it's just at the bottom? It's because I'm 43, so it's I'm not all the way gone. But you know how you've got the what would you call that? What is that called? Like where I'm pointing the um, like your smile your lines, smile lines, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just that whole lower region of your face. Well, this mini facelift, it's an in-office procedure. There's no anesthesia. I guess you get they do a local, you'd be numbed. They just slightly. Take it back, and they tuck it just slightly behind your ear, just enough to kind of iron out that that. sagging. Because right here, it will start to like sag, sag. Uh huh. And I think fillers fix that, but I am really, honestly, so scared. And it's probably one of those things I'd do it, and that I'd be so happy I did it. But I've heard that they're (laughs) they're painful. I haven't had any, so I I don't know either. I'm. I think I'm a little nervous for those. I'll stick to the Botox for now. I'm gonna stick to the Botox. But do you like how I'm skipping fillers, but I'm willing to You're get a mini, face mini facial? I don't but think it sounds, should... it doesn't sound as bad as like, well, I mean, I'm not I ripping my face off. I mean, I'm not ready for all that, but just, it, it's just, just kind of like a little you, tweak. Yeah. If you take your fingers and you just kind of put them like by your ears and you just sort of like pull that skin up just slightly. Do you see how it's yes, just it's enough? Tr- it's, yes. I mean, I say I'm thinking about it. It's like five grand. I'm not sure I'm really thinking oh. about I I can see where that would be a good option. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The older I get, sometimes I think. <laughs> but you know what I love? Matthew is totally all about all that. He's Botoxing all the way. He's doing I some Botox. It. He's he's down. Is your is Brett, your husband no. is such a character. I should oh, have him on the podcast. Oh my gosh. He, no. He would, I don't think he will ever do it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love him. Oh, I wish he was here. He could tell some stories. Oh he's my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got quite the stories. I don't think he'll ever put anything bad in him is that no. you know and, well see we all say that again we I said that actually you know what we do I think you just do whatever makes you feel like the best version of you I that agree. is all I'm gonna say about that well we're 40 minutes in I mean anything else you want to cover girls or anything on your mind oh my goodness um 
Well, I, I don't know. Uh, hmm. uh, there's construction going outside, going on outside the building yeah, right now. I don't know if you are, can hear the jackhammer um, that's ripping down half the building next to us, next door. But yeah, this is just fun. This is kind of really the girl time that I get I these days. It. It's so fun, just hanging out, just being so us. Fun. And I know something I wanted to ask you about. Are you a Beyonce fan? I'm all over the place, by the way. I love her. You always have. I have always loved her. I just I like her. Okay, I liked Destiny's Child, and then when she, and I liked a little bit of the stuff she did by herself, but I gotta be honest, I didn't really connect. I wasn't really, I can't say that I was a giant Beyonce fan. Well, have you seen her Netflix documentary, her whole behind the scenes of Coachella? So she performed at Coachella last year, and I don't even know why I started watching it, because again, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan. I think as a music lover, I thought, well, I should watch this. I should see what this is about got completely sucked in. Let me just tell you the respect and admiration I have for this woman. She was she had twins? Yes. So mm-hmm. had twins and then this performance was like something crazy just a few months after she gave birth. I mean it wasn't much time at all. She she had gained and she admits it in the um documentary. She had gained quite a bit of weight. Right? Quite a bit of weight. I mean whatever. Um had to get her body in, you know, condition to perform the whole idea and the rehearsals and all that it took all that went into that Coachella performance and then you get to you get to see the performance um but you get all the behind the scenes you get to see what what went into it and I was blown away okay now you, I want to see this tonight you need I'm to watching it go home and watch it and I'm telling and then she put out a live album which is you know from the from the Coachella performance it's all this it's all the songs it's the live album and i've been listening to that in my car nonstop and i'm thinking to myself who am i i have become beyonce's <laughs> number one fan and she's got she signed like a 60 million dollar deal with netflix so she's got more than just this one she's got two more i think she signed on for three she's got two more documentaries of some sort coming ooh i want to see fascinated it. and speaking of beautiful and like just skin and whatever uh she's flawless she's flawless Gorgeous. And they show all these behind the scenes pictures, not a speck of makeup. And I'm like, can I please, can yeah, I wake up like this? Gorgeous. She's stunning. I think I just, I love the way she performs and just like her whole, you know, she's a huge fashion chick. Yeah. And she's I mean, just a strong but woman. Wait, back up just a teensy bit. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't she have some um, birthing complications? Did you see that? Oh, you know what? Did you hear saying... that? Or am I making that up? No, you're not. And she talks about a little bit in the documentary. She talked about it. She did. Now I'm trying to remember what she said. She, ha- she I think she discussed exactly know. what was wrong. I mean, I think it just came out. It did from the documentary. And now you're saying mm-hmm. that, but I can't remember exactly what it was. But yeah, she had some kind of a complication. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot going on. And then the whole idea that Jay-Z cheated on her and that inspired yeah. some of her songs and this and that. First of all, who's cheating on Beyonce? I, what? I mean, can I see who you cheated with? <laughs> like, what is that? I don't... Did that Was that ever what... I think it was a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I ever believed it. Well, and you know how I know. You don't know. Was it for publicity? I have no idea. I because to look well and to look at them in the behind the scenes too. They just look like the most darling little family. So cute. And again, who's cheating on Beyonce? Cheating on Beyonce. You're not. You're not getting any better than that. (laughs) I don't get it. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. Nothing. You done? So good. This is so fun. I love it. Yeah, I know. It's fun, right? It's just a conversation. We just sit and chat. Um, And people like it and they listen to it, which makes me laugh because we're just, 
we're just having fun Fitting and, and having fun and chatting and we are um but thank you for listening and i love the feedback um from all of you i get so many nice notes and just it makes me feel so good subscribe rate and review i would so appreciate you for doing that and and just appreciate you listening i always like to end with something positive and you know i'm a quote junkie and i always um screenshot a ton of quotes on my phone every day um so i'm gonna wrap it up with this this positive quote i forgot to do this last week so we'll just we'll make up for it now So the quote that I really liked as of late, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so you can become who you were meant to be in the first place. Don't you kind of love that? I love that. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so you can become who you were meant to be in the first place. And I know the older I get, the more... Just authenticity, dude. I have no time for fake. I can't with the BS with anything. No. Fake friends, fake this, that, the other. I can't. I just can't. Keep it real. Nobody has time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. <laughs> so let's just, let's think about that. Let's let's unbecome everything that isn't really us. And let's just be our true, authentic selves. selves. We good? Yeah. Okay. That's good. There you go. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Real Life with Jenny Matthews. Check out Jenny's blog and more at JennyMatthewsOnAir.com.